Okay, what's up? And I, 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 uh, our word for today, okay, uh, is execution, not excuses. Okay, execution, not excuses. Um, it's basketball season, and, um, and we'll, we'll just make some sense here, but we have a picture here of two things, clearly. One picture, okay, on your left is the ball going through the hole, okay? And in life, we want to score, okay? If we uh, look at Yahshua, if we look at the heavenly realm, okay, the divine council, they expect the saints on earth to score. They don't expect the saints to shoot a bunch of bricks. They don't expect the saints not to win a game. They don't expect the saints to always have to pass the sticks on Madden because it's 21 and they're down 21. If you ain't, ain't played video games, you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay, but for, for people in my era, they, they, they know what that 21 rule mean in Madden. You got to pass them. It's just first quarter, pass them sticks. Okay, you done got popped, 21, pass the sticks. So the, the heavenly realm expects the saints to win. To win. But there's a problem. The saints are in a body of what? Flesh. And you will not believe the different, the wide umbrella of lust. The wide, the tentacles. And in that, the saints... When we're doing like, I'm sorry, Dre, sorry, now, Dre, but here's a picture, Dre. Dre ain't touch nothing. He done, he he barely hit the other side of the backboard. He ain't even get to the rim. That's one of them shots where you shoot and focus like, ugh. And that's the saints. The divine council looking at us, making that face like, huh? Did you see what that boy did today? Most high, like, give me a report on the vulnerable boy. What the Vaughn boy do? He shot so, his shot was so far off Almighty, he didn't get to the goal. He didn't get the ball to the rim. And just like in a real game, the crowd be like, ugh. All the hosts that surround the throne of the Most High when they get that report, they're like, ugh. He did what? You see that brother? He didn't he, he, he get to the rim. His teammates like, come on, Drake, what is that? What you think the Ruach's saying? Come on, Vonna, what is that? And you know what we do when that, when that happens? You shoot something, you do something, you start looking at your hands, you start rubbing your hands, and sweat on my hand, the ball slip. That's a lot of my players say. They say stuff like, it's this crazy ball, bouncing the ball hard. Stop bouncing the ball. It's the person holding the ball. It is not the ball. Ain't nothing wrong with the ball. Ball got air and it's made of rubber. It's done its part. You are in control of the ball. Well, in our life, you know what? We are we, we do have some control in life. And Yah's like, I just want your execution. I don't want your excuses. I don't want your excuses. Don't be rubbing your hands, point looking, uh, deflate gate. There ain't, ain't, no, ain't no air in this ball. 
pointing, looking, making excuses. So I want execution. I don't want your excuses. So that's our uh, title for today. The picture is just humor, but I hope we can see that that's, that's you know, uh, some, some validity to that. Okay? Making and missing in life. We just got to make. You know? And then if you miss, do it again. What you doing quitting for? This is the era of quitting. Things don't go right, I quit. I ain't coming back. I took my ball and I went home. I quit. I walked out. How many people you know that's been up this walk and you know what they did? They took their ball and they went home. They quit. And it was, a, it was somebody else's fault though. It wasn't their fault. And never got to execute. Did you not know there was a playbook from heaven that you're supposed to be running? We can sit there, I can sit here and make an example and say, hey, you're the high priest of your temple. Or you know what? You're the quarterback. You're supposed to be directing the offense. But what offense? The kingdom of Elohim. The territory supposed to be taken over. Hmm? Supposed to be out there like Dan Marino or Peyton Manning. Looking like Nathan Peterman. <laughs> yeah, just have to Google him up. Anyway, execution, not excuses. All right, last week, quickly, uh, we talked about two people. Who were who the two people we talked about last week? One of them was at the very, very beginning. Miriam. Miriam and Zachariah. So we, we compared, right, their scenarios. You know, but it was, it was that, you know, we, you would assume that Zachariah, who is being older, more wiser, he's, he's, he, he serves in the temple. No, he knows more word than Mir Miriam. He just knows more work, you know. But obviously we know that he had a, uh, that, that, you know, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't the case, right? That, that wasn't a scenario. So let's turn to Luke. Luke first chapter. Luke first chapter. We're going to be in verse 11. Okay, verse 11. I'm, I'm going to show you something, brother. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna like this. That's when you're on the execution, not excuses. Okay, Brian, like, that's me making that J. And that's me. I'm over there at DeAndre Jordan. I can't even get to the goal. Everybody like, man, get this brother out of here. Get a sub in quick for him. Uh, so last week, let's, let's turn to Luke, first chapter. I'm going to start in verse 11. We won't spend too much time over it. Just quick, quick review. But, um... I think I made mention of that in the message last week and just kind of stuck in my spirit throughout the week about God wants our execution and not our excuses. Amen. Okay, He wants our execution. And when we, when we look at it, however you want to look at it, you know, it's doing a job or, you know, if it's a, a sport analogy or if it's you being that royal priest analogy, the bottom line is that you got to execute. Right? You got to finish. You got to finish. So when we don't finish, we, we look, we, we just like DeAndre when he shot that terrible shot. Wiping his hands. I don't know what's wrong. Uh, you, show fault. Show fault, sister. 
the show fall. And we never So uh, Luke 1, verse 11. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zechariah, for thy prayer is heard. Thy wife Elizabeth shall bear a son. Thou shalt call his name John. Um, thou shalt, thou shalt, and thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. He shall be Great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor uh, strong drink, and he shall be filled with the rock, high Kodesh, even from his mother's womb. And many children of Israel shall be shall he turn to the Lord their God. He shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah, and turn to turn the hearts of their fathers to the children, and disobedient to the wisdom of the just, and to make ready and people prepared for the Lord. Okay. So in verse, we're gonna look at the slide here. So we're gonna look at uh, Zechariah and his response. So, as we talked about last week, he was immediately there's a fear factor, right? And I ain't talking about that show used to come on fear factor. There was a fear factor, right? And once the fear is in, okay, whew, I'm not dying, I'm not about to be, you know, I'm not about to be slain, I'm not about to be. This is where the flesh take over. Because at first I'm fearful, the fear fell upon him because I'm in here doing my doing my, my, my priestly duties, and then I see something not of this planet that I cannot correlate to it ex unless I know the scriptures. Right. And even then, you might read about angels, but until you come face to face, or you, you might read about angels and demons, and, but until you come face to face, you really don't know. People always talk about what I will know, what I will do. No, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. You don't know. All right, fight or flight, mm -hmm. fight or flight. Yeah. You don't know which one you are until you get there. Mm -hmm. All right, so now there's a fear factor, but once there's fear factor, we can see immediately what he says after this, this appearance and then this talking from this off-the-planet being to him. And Zachariah said to the angel, whereby shall I know this? So I'm talking to someone who is not like me, not from here. I was just scared half to death two minutes ago. And he says, for I am an old man. I can't execute because I'm old. I ain't got it. I ain't got it. And then he took it even farther. And my wife, she old too. My wife, both of us old. We ain't got nothing. So I'm getting this charge. I'm getting an objective. I'm getting a playbook. I'm getting my syllabus for the semester to get me from here to the end. Now I can't see the end, but I'm. I, I'm but I, here's a plan, and you are gonna run it. And once this fear, once this fear kind of subsides down, the flesh takes over, and the flesh says, "I'm old," <laughs> and my wife, she old too. But you was just scared a minute ago. You almost, you almost, you was bathroom on yourself. You were so scared. But now, that subsided and now the flesh takes over. I can't execute. I got an excuse. Now, there's an angel in front of him. What about us in our life? 
And there might not be no angel there. But you know what Yah said. Mm. You know what you're supposed to do. Oh, you know what you're supposed to do. And you won't believe what you did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm old. Kevin, she old too. <laughs> not just me. Me and he's, he, he kind of had that big, big part of like, me and you. <laughs> me and you. The flesh of man looks for a way out mm. immediately. Mm. Once again, there was a fear. Amen. Immediate reverence. Woo. And then the angel said this. Don't worry about it. Mm. It's okay. Your prayer has been heard. Yah said, right, and we didn't read it, but no, Yah sent me, and so, you know, I, 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 I'm bringing you just straight from him. You were chosen for this very moment in time, and here's the, here's the play, here's the objective, and he's like, I, I can't do it. So when the flesh takes over, right, because we can walk either two ways, right, brothers and sisters, how can we walk? We can walk in the flesh, or you can walk in the spirit. That's it. There's only two ways to walk. You know, some people try to say, I'm, 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 I'm a tweener. I, I can play multiple positions. No, you can't. Because mm. if you were a tweener, you just look warm. Mm. Tweeners are lukewarm. Amen. And you know where tweeners and lukewarm people go? Man, they spewed out the mouth. Because mm -hmm. he's the head now. So the flesh of man looks for a way out. What an exit that? I got to get up out of here. Mm. It's getting hot in here. I got to get up out of here. Okay. That's that's one that's one example. Starting Genesis two. I'm practicing. I'm always trying to find a way to help you practice Hebrew now. I'm always sneaking it in. We're gonna learn it. Genesis two. We'll start in Genesis two. We're gonna look at. How y'all had it, man. Y'all, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was awesome. Genesis 2 and 21 in the book, it says, The Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof, and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman, and he brought her into man. And Adam said, who said? Adam. Adam. So Adam said this. Mm -hmm. Y'all didn't push no button. Y'all didn't do. He said it. Mm -hmm. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bone. Flesh of my flesh. Just making sure. You know I'm slow. Who said it? Nobody made him say it. He said it. This is not bone of my bones. The flesh of my flesh. She should be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife. They shall be one flesh. They were both naked and the man and his wife were not ashamed. Amen. So Genesis chapter 2 ends in perfect utopia. Perfect. Tamim, complete, perfect, complete product. Now let's look at uh, Genesis 3, verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast in the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and, 
a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also to her husband with her and he did eat. Um, and he did eat. So, let's, let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves in the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Okay, so they were hiding now. Let's look. Let's now look at the screen. Now let's look at verses uh, nine through twelve. So before we read this, um, who was who was placed in charge of this garden? So Adam had a playbook. He had an objective. He had a course syllabus. Right? He was given a charge. He was given authority. And it, there were, there, there were, it was, it was, there were things that was given to him. It was, it was, it was right. Okay? And Adam is in this position. Okay? Adam is in this position. Right? Now, verse 9 it says, and the Lord God called him to Adam. Why didn't he call him to into, into the woman? He gave Adam a charge. Okay. So he called unto Adam. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? He didn't ask who she was. But I'm looking for my CEO. I'm looking for the C. I'm looking for the one that I put in charge. I'm looking for Adam. Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was Afraid. Mm -hmm. I was afraid. Mm -hmm. Why are you scared? <laughs> I ain't got no clothes on. Mm -hmm. hmm? You ever been, if you ever live with somebody or, 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 or kids or just or whatever, kids get a certain age or you live with somebody and your door's unlocked and you're changing clothes and that door kind of crackles. Like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> right? You know, right? You know, you're not, whoa, whoa, whoa. So he said, I was, I was afraid. Well, why? Because I was naked. And I hear myself. Because I didn't want you to see me like this. And he said, who told you that thou was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? This, this, this is a straight conversation between uh, the Most High mm -hmm. and Adam. Mm -hmm. And you won't believe this. Verse 12. And the man said, and the, now, reminded me, remember in verse uh, 2 and 21 of Genesis, mm -hmm. he was like, wop, bop, bloop, bop, bop, bamboo. Uh, flesh of my flesh, <coughs> bones of my bones, I'm a cleave to her, we want. Is that not what, he, is that not what happened? In verse 12. Okay, verse 12, the man said, and the man said, the woman whom thou gavest to be with me. Just stop right there. So, Adam pointed the finger, didn't he? He, had his, he was like, you gave me her. You gave me her. And then she gave me of the tree and then I ate. So, you gave me this woman, this old wretched woman. Uh-oh. And then she took it and wasn't supposed to. And then she gave it to me. And then, yeah, I, I did. I did what I did then. The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree. 
and I did eat. So we see Adam, right, making excuses as opposed to executing. And he had the playbook. You had the instructions. No, you got some people that, that participate in sports and, 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 and they've made a name of themselves because they go off, they go to the phrases called off script. They go off script. You know, a lot of times we in life, we go off script. Yeah. Yah gave you a script. He gave you a playbook. He gave you a map. Okay? Your word is a map. The Ruach Kakodesh, that's, that's, that's your compass to help you read your map. And people like to go off the script. I'm going to freestyle it. You don't believe Adam freestyled that day. In his freestyling, he was afraid. Mm. So now is Adam, is he, of, is he walking in the spirit now or is he walking of the flesh? Yeah. And the flesh is looking for what? The exit sign. Mm. And as soon as he heard the most high walking through the garden, he, hit, he went for the exit sign. Flesh took over. Forget all the, you know, the things that Yah showed and we talked about and how he, he took me into his rest. He made me this woman. But he didn't execute. Mm -hmm. It's quick to come with excuses. And fear mm. causes us to make excuses. Mm. Fear keeps us from executing. Mm. Fear keeps us from executing. Amen. Um, Let's look at verse 17. Verse 17. And, uh, and unto Adam he said, because that has hearkened. So it is it's funny, it is not funny, but, but when he when he when he went through, when he went through the he went to Adam, and Adam said to the woman, and then he the most high turned to attention to the woman, and then the woman said, Well, no, the serpent, and he turned his attention to uh the serpent, and he gave them their punishment, right? They didn't went to the punishment, went to the serpent, you're cursed above all the cattle, you're on the belly eating dust. Put enmity between your seed and her seed. Then he, then he punished the woman. Then he came to the man. Because I'm going to finish with you. I started with you. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to finish with you. And he said unto Adam, Because thou hast hearkened to the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten the tree which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. And sorrow shall thou eat of it all the days of thy life, thorns and so Look, I put you here to till the garden, so you still gonna work. I'm gonna make it hard. I'm gonna, the ground is cursed because of your disobedience, because you were fearful, because you didn't execute. And on top of that, you not execute. You was quick to give me the excuse, and you pointed the finger at me first. Now we see why there are laws in the Torah about a rebellious child, disobedient children, because Adam who is also referred to as a son of God, when he got in trouble, he blamed his parents. He liked that teenager, ain't he? He liked the teenage kid. Mad at mama or mad at daddy because I'm supposed to clean my room. And I can't go to the football game because my room ain't clean. But I still want to go to the football game. Hmm? Does that sound like teenagers? See how Adam went from glory to just the, the, the fall of man. Thorns and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, thou shalt eat the herb, the herb of the field, and the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread. On top of that, Adam, till thou return to the ground, for out of it thou wast taken, for dust thou art, and to dust thou shalt return. 
We have a long debate here on who got the worst whooping that 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 day. Because all of them got a good butt whooping. Woman, every time you give birth. And look, and, and that's why I say how people try to deny y'all. Uh, who, who done had a baby? Find me a woman who done had a baby and they ain't, they ain't, they ain't shot. They just sat there. Just poop, just do. Contractions coming. You ain't, you ain't, yeah, I got a contraction. Find me one. I'll wait. Find me one. Book said you're going to have a problem in childbirth. It's going to be painful. Some sorrow for you. But that, that's the God of Israel. He's speaking, it is. So fear, 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 fear keeps us from executing, brothers and sisters, this bottom line. Fear. When you start getting scared, you start making excuses. When you get scared, you start making excuses. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because fear has torment. So because you're scared... You're fearful. It's, 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 it, it. I, was telling, I was sharing a, a story, a middle school story. Me and, and, and some friends of mine in middle school, you know, doing stuff you ain't supposed to be doing. But there was, I ain't going to say a name. I ain't going to say their name neither. But there was a, a girl, you know, when you look, look, my mom had afraid. You start getting old, little boy, boys start smelling their stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I started girls liking them, and they liking girls. And uh, she would let us chase her. I say that. She fell one day, we laughing, a bunch of dudes. She went and told. Like, no, 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 don't go tell. <laughs> oh, it's okay. The folks had that paddle. Tell all y'all boys. I heard that bus call. 82 Dash Street. Take off for the bus. <laughs> Jump on that bus. We see the man is gonna tear out behind up tomorrow. He he come, he come walking out the door. Oh, old brother, walk out the door slow. Kind of like the Terminator, something's come just looking. We're like, man, we got to see him tomorrow. What are we going to do? Because you can't look. That was the area where, you, where your parents like, oh, you carrying your butt to school. You ain't sick. You going to, never mind, you going to school. Uh-huh. So you want to talk about some torment? Hey, we got to holler at Cup Buddy tomorrow. Early in the morning. Soon as we get off that bus, Cup Buddy there with that pal. Uh-huh. You talking about a night you came out of sleep. But that's fear. All right? Fear hath torment. <laughs> he that feareth is not made in perfect love. Well, who made you? So we know who made you. But do you acknowledge your creator? Or, as we've been talking about here lately, are you communing with someone else between the cherubims that sit in between the wings on the mercy seat? Right there, I will meet with you. I will commune with you. Because you are a little tabernacle. And there should be a special place where you commune with somebody. But once again, if we're not a good watchman or watchwoman of our tabernacle, there could be someone else in there communing with us, conversating with us, and now walking around like a chicken. He that feareth is not made in perfect love. Right? We have removed the Holy One from the, whole, the high place in our mind or our heart and someone else is on the throne. Mm. That's 1 John 4 and 18. Put that in your notes. Another one. 
Another example here. Moses. You watch that old that uh, uh old Ten Commandments. Moses. Moses. Huh? Let's turn to Exodus three. Exodus third chapter. Exodus 3 and 1. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. He led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. An angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. So his attention, his attention has been gathered. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why have the bushes not burnt? I'm looking, I'm confused, like, man, am I tripping? I got I to take a look at this. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called him to him out of the midst of the bush. Mm -hmm. So imagine that. Mm -hmm. And then also, not only is the bush burning on fire, but the bush really is not burning. It's right there. Hmm. And I'm going to check this out. And all of a sudden, the bush starts talking to you. <laughs> Vana! Vana! <laughs> And said, Moses, Moses, and he said, here, I, here, here am I. And, no. and he said, draw not nigh hither, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place where I stand is, is holy ground. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, we get to uh, verse 6. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face. Sound familiar, right? Remember, uh, 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 Zachariah was fear. Mm -hmm. Whoa, whoa. I heard, but now I see. I, Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of the taskmaster, for I know their sorrows. It happened to, I'm sorry. And now. Uh, <laughs> And I am come down to deliver. My, my title said the inhabitants of Canaan. And I'm about to read it in my bed. <laughs> and I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. And to bring them up out of the land to a good land. And a, land, a large, unto a, a land full of milk and honey. And to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Parasites, the Hippites. So what he's getting is syllabus. Mm -hmm. Moses, I'm giving you my playbook. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you the keys to execution. Has Yah ever gave you a playbook? Mm. He ever given you a format? He ever gave you an equation on how to win? Mm. And you know what you did? I didn't write the equation down. I freestyled it. And the Hivites and the Jebusites. Now therefore behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come up to me. I have also the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now. <clears throat> come now therefore and I will send thee. So I'm giving you the playbook, and you're my quarterback. You're the guy. Because one thing for this bush to be burning. It's another thing for the bush to be burning and not to be burning. So now the bush is burning, but not burning. But the bush is now talking to me. And the bush told me who he was. Hey, by the way, take your shoes off, man. You're on holy ground. And I'm listening. I'm scared. I'm listening. But then the conversation turns to me. He said, I'm not here. The book said, come now, therefore I will send thee unto Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. I'm putting the playbook in your hand. Mm. Go execute. Mm. 
that thou mayest bring forth my people. Mm. Here's the goal. Mm. Hmm? I'm giving you the plays. I'm letting you know I'm your I'm your head coach. I'm your GM. I'm your, I'm I'm your owner. Mm. I'm everything. I'm everything you need. Come on. And you gotta execute. And the game is Yah versus Egypt. Mm. And you my starting quarterback. Mm. And we on yeah, we on the road and we don't care. <laughs> that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Mitzrayim. All right, so so we we paint the picture, right? Mm-hmm. Now let's look with Moshe. And so one now he he was just scared to say he was scared a minute ago. Now yes, I only want to look, shaking, trembling. And Moses said unto God, "Who am I?" Mm-hmm. Oh, you know we we ain't done that. Mm-hmm. We said last week, the first thing we talked about was coming to being a servant. Yeah. Folks, folks say what what they say. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Who is? Yeah. Moses the murderer. Eh? Mm-hmm. And Moses got blood on his hand. Yeah. Oh, okay. Moses said to God, who am I? That I should go into Pharaoh. That I should bring forth the children of Israel. Who am I to be in front of Pharaoh? And who am I to execute mm, these plays? Mm. Verse 12. And he said, certainly I will be with thee. I'm with you. I'm calling the plays, man. Don't worry. All you gotta do is all you gotta do is execute. Mm-hmm. And this should be a token unto thee that I have sent thee when thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, and ye shall serve God upon this mountain. Get them here. Just get them to the mountain. And Moses said to God, Behold, when I come to the children of Israel, and I say to them, The God of your forefathers has sent me unto you, they will say unto me, What is his name? I don't even know. I, 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 I can't go to Pharaoh. I, the children of Israel coming out, and then uh, what should I don't even know? I, do we see the excuses coming in? Yes, sir. Do we see them piling up? Mm-hmm. This is a big. This is a big job right here. Mm-hmm. No, y'all got jobs for us. Mm-hmm. You know what we do. Mm-hmm. Now, who am I? Mm-hmm. I'm not worthy to carry the word or to do this. And you pop on YouTube. You got a bunch of Yahoos running around who. Ain't even supposed to be doing it. Mm-hmm. Tell about ain't the speech. They don't care about the sheep. Mm-hmm. Care about themselves. Anyway. What shall I say unto them? Let's look at uh, verse 15. So now we're not going to read all this. Uh, verse and God said moreover unto Moses, Thus shall you say to the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, has sent me unto you. This is my name forever unto in my memorial unto all generations. Go and gather the elders. Mm-hmm. And say unto them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God. He didn't say go to the young people. Mm-hmm. He didn't say go to them boys on the south side. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that. He said, Go to the elders. Because the elders know who I am. They know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His appeared unto me, saying, I shall have surely visited you and seen that which is done to you in Egypt. And I have said, I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of Canaanites and the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Jebusites, and to a land flowing. So once again, Moses, I'm not, look, Yah does not veer off from 
the plan. Mm. We do. <laughs> he don't. He wants us to execute the plan. They shall hearken to thy voice, and that shall come down the elders of Israel to the king of Egypt, and ye shall say unto him, The Lord God of the Hebrews hath met with us. Now let us go, we beseech thee, three days' journey to the wilderness, that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. Let's, um, let's scroll over to 4, and we'll go ahead and we'll read 4. And Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice, for they will say, Lord, if not appear to me, they, they're not going to believe. So then we get verse 2, and he says, What's in your hand? He said, A rod. Cast into the ground, it becomes a serpent. Okay? Moses flees from it. God tells him to pick it up. It becomes a rod again. Verse 5, that they may believe that the Lord God, their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared unto thee. So first, it's, it's just getting Moses to be willing to just take the playbook. Just take it, man. Just here, take the keys to this car. I'm trying to give you a free car. Now, some of us, if somebody rolled up and you want to give you a free car, and you like the car, you're going to want to take it. But somebody rolled up with you with some little boom, with some little uh, uh, June bug or something, Somebody roll up on you with, with what's some little, little Beetle cars? Volkswagen. Volkswagen cars. Mola, you're like, no, nah, I, I won't. So I'm trying to give you the keys. He won't take the keys. Verse uh, 6, he said, furthermore, he puts his hand into the, uh, the bosom. We'll read all this. Cut, puts it in, takes it out, goes back to regular flesh. Uh, he talks about the, the signs. They're not believing the signs. All right. And then we get to verse... 10. Verse 10. And Moses said unto the Lord, so, so also now, now he done picked a, he done threw a staff down, a rod turned to a snake, and then picked up and turned back to a rod, and put his hand in, and you know, it was leprous, and whoa, and he put it back, and he come back. Now you're in verse 10. And Moses said unto the Lord, Oh my Lord, I'm not eloquent. And I don't speak well. No, you know, I stuck. If I get fearful, I start stuttering. Neither heretofore nor since thou hast spoken to thy servant, but I'm, I'm, I'm slow of speech, I'm slow of tongue. My delivery is terrible. I'm trying to call out the play, and they, they ain't going to understand what I'm saying. Razor, right, a rip, yellow, X, Y, but they, they, no, I, I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't do it. Here go the most sign. The Lord said to him, who has made man mouth? Little, little, or who made the dumb? Or deaf or sin. So people that's deaf, dumb, and blind, y'all said, I'm in control. So I'm in control of your mouth. I'm in control of your mouth. So why are you making excuses? Excuses shouldn't be coming out your mouth. Mm. Have not I the Lord? Now therefore go. Mm. Look what he said. And I will be with what? Thy mouth. Mm. And teach. Teach thee what thou shalt say. I will teach thee what thou shalt say. Exodus 4 and 12 again. Now therefore go, I will be with thy mouth and teach thee what thou shalt speak. It's just, just go, man. Just get up and go. Take the book, take the playbook, take the whatever example, take the playbook, take the keys, but just go. And I will teach you. I'll be in your mouth. So I got a teacher highlighted for you. And I got a Hebrew word up here highlighted for you. Who want to try to tackle that? Um, Jeremiah. 
And thou shalt speak unto him and put words in his mouth. So now we see why when we get into the, 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 the Torah, the meetup, and we see Moses tell Aaron. Moses tell Aaron to tell the his sons. Moses tell Aaron to tell the truth. This is why. Y'all can't go on his word. And thou shalt speak unto him and put words in his mouth, and I will be with thy mouth. And with his mouth, and will teach you what ye shall do. And he shall be thy spokesman to the people. So now we see why I set up like that. So we see how Aaron ends up being this in this position of being his first priest, and how he survived the golden calf incident. Because technically, Aaron should have been mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. So now we kind of see he's a spokesman for Moses because Moses was so full of experience. Excuses. He shall be thy spokesman unto the people, and he shall be even he shall be unto thee instead of a mouth, and thou shalt be to him instead of a God. So we kind of see how that uh, format for, formula. Okay, um, but excuses place us outside the glory. Mm. What happened when Moses first? Is, is, is there's this conversation between the burning bush and him. Moses, take off your shoes. Why? You're on holy ground. Why is the ground holy? Because y'all here. So when we start making excuses, right, the fear of executing, now he's not, he's not talking to this burning bush. At first, we not even talking. I couldn't muster up a word. Now, that's all kind of dialogue. Because I don't want to go in front of Pharaoh. I don't want to go to the children of Israel. It's been 40 years. It's been a long time. Who am I? Right? All these things. So the excuses place us outside of the glory. What do we know about glory? Glory in Hebrew is what? Kavod. Kavod. If you look it up, it's going to tell you that it's heavy. Kavod is heavy. Whew. I don't care how much you squat. Bench press, push-ups, pull-up. The kavod is heavy. But then Yahshua say, take him what? Learn of me. And then what he say? He said, here, here, take this. My yoke is easy. Mm -hmm. Not a burden is light. Mm -hmm. But you got willing to execute and not make excuses. Now, if you want to make an excuse, then it becomes heavy. I can't stand it. Make it hard. Another example here. Let's turn to Judges 6. Judges 6. These people that we're looking at, they did eventually do something, though, right? They did execute. Now, what's your excuse? Because what for everything was written four times is written for your what? So you should know that you can execute. And it's the comfort and the patience of the scripture that we might have oh. hope. Being Judges uh, 6 chapter. We'll start in verse 7. 6 and 7. And it came to pass the children of Israel cried to the Lord because of the Midianites. That the Lord said, A prophet to the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt, and brought you forth out of the house of bondage, and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of all that oppressed you, and drave 
drave them out before you and gave you their land. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God, for not the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell, but ye have not obeyed my voice. There came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak, which was an orpha that pertained unto Joash the Abizirite. And his son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles which our father told us of? Okay? So they heard they heard the story. Right? Just like when they were in Egypt and Yah said, Hey, he told Moses, go find the elders, because the elders would have known of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Because Someone was placed there named Joseph, and they got favor. And so they, they, they would have heard, okay? Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt, but now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us to the hands of the Midianites. Okay, we'll pick them together in verse 14 together. The Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. So now we have an angel, he don't know his angel, telling Gideon, you are going to go save Israel. You are. Can you imagine that? You are going to go. Verse 15, and he said to him, Oh my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh. And I'm the least of my father's house. I got some cousins and them is pretty big. I got some cousins. I got a, I got a cousin over here. Look at a big old wide back and shoulders. He can do it, but not me. Jesus. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with thee. Doesn't that sound familiar? After what was told to Moses, Gabriel was kind of like, Bro, I just came from the throne room. And your mouth is shut up until that baby born. You won't speak. Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. He said unto him, If now I find grace in thy sight, then show me a sign that thou talkest with me. We talked about that earlier in class today, about all the signs. Um, and we're not going to go through that just because of time. We have 18 through 35. Just read that on your own time. But we'll look at uh, together. Because obviously he eventually finds out that, yes, man, this was an angel of the Lord, right? He, he, uh, he realizes that, man, I did not die. Okay? Um, so in verse 36 through 40, Gideon said unto God, If thou wilt save Israel by my hand, as thou hast said, Behold, I will put a fleece of wool in the floor, and if dew be on the fleece only, and it be dry upon all the earth beside, then shall I know that thou wilt save Israel by my hand. Right, we ever do stuff like that sometimes? You try to you try to ask Yah a certain way or say, you know, if I how do I, you know? And it was so. He rose up early in the morning and thrust the fleece together and rained dew out of the fleece and a bowl full of water. And Gideon said to God, Let not thine anger be hot against me. And if I will speak with this once, let me prove, I pray thee, but this once with the fleece, let it now be dry only upon the fleece and upon all the ground, let there be dew. God did so that night. If it was dry upon the fleece only, and there was dew all on the ground. And how many things has Yah got to do? How many things y'all got to do in your life to get you to execute? I mean, how many things you got to do? And he can make it plain. 
Vaughn Boy, pick up that playbook. But then the fear take over. It's all kinds of excuses. I'm poor. I'm little. I ain't got no money. I can't do this. I can't do that. Uh, uh, I got beat upside the head when I was a kid. No, you, you start coming all kinds of stuff. I got, I got picked on. I got beat on. I got, I got shot. I got shot in, in my cab back in 1997. I, uh, I got a bad walk. Mm. Jake walked with a limp. What's your excuse? So I come up with all kinds of stuff, don't Let's turn to Luke. We can look at some other examples. Um, remember what Mordecai said to Hadassah. He said, look here, honey. You might be sitting up here in the king's house. But if you don't execute, y'all going to get you. If you don't execute. She like that. No, what, what's going on here? I didn't ask to be here. I didn't want. I was. I don't want to be here. But sometimes we don't want to be places in life. Mm. You know what y'all say? Mm. Vana, you're perfect, but you were chosen for it. Mm. That road that you want, that's your road. I formed you. I made you to walk on this road to get to the end game, to get you across the finish line. And to once again keep my immaculate, perfect record, that Yah gets the glory. Once again, he rolled with the underdog, and they went on the road. Moses come in on a mule or a donkey, and he leave out with a whole nation in gold and jewelry and was flawless. Think about that. You went in this way. And he said, if you go out, so when you cross the finish line, I will bring you out a different way if you execute. But if you make excuses, mm. I can't use you. Mm. If you make excuses, you can't get to the next. You know, folks ain't gonna play video games. You can't get to level two, but you be level one. I can't get to level three or four or five until I get past level one. Level one. Now I'm 67 stuck on level one. And you know what y'all won't do? He ain't gonna move you to level two. He ain't move, he ain't move nobody else. People have died and they did not get to execute, they did not finish the job. We have no excuse. No excuse. I tell y'all Luke. Good, I ain't even there. Luke 14. Luke 14. He, uh, I'll tell you what, he right. I hope, I hope it is 10 degrees outside. I'm going to step outside and feel good. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm playing. It's all right. I'm sorry. I'll be all right. Luke 14, verse 15. And when one of them that sat at meat with him heard these things, he said unto him, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Then he said unto him, A certain man made a great supper and bade many. He sent his servant at supper and mm. time to come, and that they were bidden, Come for all things are now ready. Come for all things are now ready. And they with all one consent began to make excuses. The first said unto him, I bought a piece of ground and I must needs go and see it, and I pray that, that I may be excused. 
Another said, I have bought five yoke, yoke of oxen and I got to go prove them. I, I pray that I might be excused. And listen, I just got married. I got a wife, therefore I cannot come. So that servant came. So that servant came. We talked about being a servant last week, didn't we? So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house became angry. And said to the servant, go out quickly through the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in here the poor, the main, the halt, the blind. Who made the blind and the lame? And did, did he not tell Moses that? Amen. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded. And yet there is room. The Lord said unto the servant, go out to the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. Mm. Y'all had, had something going on. They just couldn't execute. Hmm? Mm. John 15. John 15. Be in verse 16. John 15 and 16. John 15 and 16, and it reads, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. Mm -hmm. Hmm? Yeah. What have you chose me for to do their master? To execute. Mm. To execute. Mm. But the fear makes me get excuses. Mm. No, it's my daddy's fault, right? Mm. No. Uh, it's my mama's fault. Mm. She worked all the time. Mm. Uh, but now I was like, no, I didn't. Did anybody, the people didn't come to my games. The people didn't do all. You know, I, I had to. I had to. Uh, 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 mm. uh, that's what it sound like. Mm. How does that smell to y'all? Mm. If my prayer is like a incense, then I wonder what my excuses sound like. Mm. Mm. Let that chew on that for a little bit. That's for me too. I'll throw myself out there first. Here's uh, uh, 15. Says, you have not chosen me, but I've chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. Mm. But your fruit should be remained at whatever, so if you should ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. And these things I command you that you love one another. If the world hates you, you know that it hated before me, hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. So the things of the world, that kind of secular route, might not be your route. If it is a route for you, it's a delusion, a mirage, mm. at least for the saints. But because you're not of this world, because I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hated you. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. Mm. They have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. They have kept... My saying, they will keep yours also. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. If I had not come and spoken unto them, then, then they had not sinned, but now they have no cloak for their sin. In other words, and he that hated me hated my father. They have no cloak for their sin. They have no excuses. Cloak, you know, to cover it up. No excuses. Romans 1 and 20. For the invisible things of, of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Step outside. Mm. 
being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Hmm? Matthew 25, verse 14. Matthew 25 and verse 14. The kingdom of heaven is a man traveling to a far country who called his servants and delivered unto them his goods. He gave, unto one he gave five talents, and to another two, and unto another one. Every man according to his servant, several ability, and straightway he took his journey. So in other words, Yah gave you something based off your ability. Because mm -hmm. he knows you. He knew you before you were, came out your mama's womb. So there are unique things about you that you're perfect for this aspect of my kingdom. It's perfect. Kelly can handle this. Brian can handle this. Tico can handle this. The Jardine can handle this. Miss Bev can handle this. Aaron can handle this. Jeremiah can handle this. Josh, whoever watched, you can handle it because I made you strictly for that. Amen. I told you that to bear fruit for me. Amen. But I make it my glory. Verse 16. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained the other two. But he that received one went and digged in the earth and hid the Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants come. After a long time. So he could have went back and dug up the money and done something with it. If you had time, what we would call grace. Verse 20. And so he that received five talents came and brought the other five talents to the Lord, saying, Thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. The Lord said to him, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Faithful servant. Mm -hmm. Right? We all realize we're not worthy. Mm -hmm. But he who called us is worthy. Oh, yeah. Thou hast been made faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou delivered to me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I know thee to be a hard man. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is that executing or is that an excuse? Mm. I put it in the ground. So in other words... How many times have you you knew you were about to have a, a confrontation with a boss or with somebody about something that you were physically supposed to do? And you already had in your mind, you already made up the excuse. Mm -hmm. Hmm? I, I, I have, I, I, Right, so our, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm contemplating not the battle plan, not the objective, not how to execute, but I have manipulated, I have maneuvered, I have been treacherous, I have been deceitful, and then I came up with a great excuse. Mm. And you can fool man, mm. but you cannot fool you Where, where am I? I'm sorry. 24. Where am I? 24. I knew thee were a hard man, reaping where thou hast sown, and gathering where there has not strove. And I was afraid. 
We were talking about fear. Fear makes you look for the exit sign. Mm -hmm. Salida, exit, Spanish, get out. I'm trying to get out out of here. The flesh make you run. And I was afraid and I went and I hid the talent in the earth. What you gave me, the ability, I put it in the ground. I hid. You know how we talked about last week, the whales? And there was a dry well and that big old geyser. I went and I covered up that well. I covered up what you gave me. And I hid the talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. Here you go. Take it back. His Lord answered and said to him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not and gather where I have not strowed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanges, and then at my coming I should have received my own usury. Take it for the talent from him, give it to him that has ten. For every one of uh, one that hath shall be given, and every, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away, even uh, that which he hath. And cast she the unprofitable servant, he couldn't bear fruit into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. We have Psalms one forty one on the screen. Lord, I cry unto thee. Make haste unto me. Give ear unto my voice when I cry unto thee. Let my prayer be set forth before thy thee is instant. Uh oh. Let my prayer be set forth before thee is instant. And lifting up of my hands, even as even sacrifice. Set a watch, O Lord, before my what mouth? Yeah. Because you know, come out of your mouth, excuses. Because mm-hmm. that excuse will keep you from executing. You don't put your mind, remember, you don't contemplate it in your mind. You don't you you got you know exactly what to say and why it didn't get done. Mm-hmm. Keep the door on my lips. Incline down my heart to any evil thing to practice wicked works with men that work iniquity and let me not eat of their dainties. Now I got this again, verse 4 highlighted. I got this in NASB. Do not incline my heart to any evil thing to practice deeds of wickedness. Excuse making, right? Not executing. If Moses doesn't do what he's supposed to do, he goes from being a, a friend of God to talk face to face with with an enemy, mm. an adversary. If Moses don't do, right? We got to find ways to win. Uh, my years when I was coaching, you know, I had a phrase, and that was to find a way to win. You got to find ways to win. If you cannot make baskets, can you pull out a win? Can you grind it out? Can you, can you figure out another way to win, to be successful, to get the job done? Don't care how you get it done. We should tell people, man, they're not going to be talking about the way you won. They're just going to say you won. Hmm? That's all they're going to say is that you won. They're not going to say how you won or what you did. So, so we got to find ways to win. we got to find ways to, to do the things that Yah wants us to do. Okay. Yep. A few minutes. Hey, we want people to make guarantees to us, but we're not willing to make guarantees <laughs> to ourselves. Go ahead. No, we're going to say it again. 
weekend, like you, somebody gave you a guarantee, 30 dollars, 30 day guarantee. In 30 days, if, that, if you don't make what they told you was gonna make, in 30 days you got attitude, you want your money right. back. But you never demanded your money back from yourself. Mm. You never looked at yourself in the mirror and said, you let you down. Yes. Until you get to that point, you let you down. You never, you're not brave enough. You want to put it on somebody else. The reason why I'm not successful is because of my boss. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and said, I'm not getting up on time. I'm not going to work on time. I'm not putting in 120% when I'm at work. I let me out. Yes. When you get to the point where you can say you let you down, I don't care. Listen to me, no disrespect. I don't care about Glenn. That's not why I do what I do. And I love Glenn. I don't come here and do what I do so Glenn can affirm me, so he can give me a pat on my back. I care more about me than I care about what Glenn thinks about me. I have standards. I have value. I don't care how much you pay me. If I speak at an elementary school for $300, I chose to do that for $300. If I chose to speak at a prison for free, I chose to do that, and I will not go in there and give those prisoners less than when somebody pays me 100000 Why? Because I value myself enough to give 120% or don't do it. That's the problem with some of you. You always want to blame other people. You always want to, you want to hold other people to the fire, but you're not holding yourself to the fire. Yes. You just said you give a 50%. You owe you an explanation. You owe you an explanation. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, why are you only giving 50%? What's wrong with you? You need to put yourself on punishment. Come on. No more TV. No more snacks. No more desserts. No more. No, we working out now. No, no more alcohol. Not right now. Not, no, I can't handle it right now. You need to tell you that you owe you something. Stop going back to you. You keep going to the mall with the receipt. This is what y'all said it was. Glenn, you didn't do what you said you was gonna do. Well, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. So how am I gonna do what I was supposed to do for you? You walk out of this room. You owe yourself. I didn't get here making excuses. Come on. So what? My father wasn't in my life. That's right. For the matter, he ain't never coming. That's right. So what? I'm gonna wait for the rest of my life for my man to come. He ain't coming. I live in America. I'm an African American male. They don't treat us the same. There's something called racism. I ain't gonna cry about it. That's right. It's probably gonna be racism to the day I die. But I'm not gonna cry about it. I'm still gonna be a millionaire. I'm still gonna be one of the top motivational speakers in the world. No, I didn't grow up on that side of the town. No, my mama don't have no network. No, I don't know a whole lot of people. No, I'm not at a country club. No, I don't play golf, and I don't plan on playing no time soon. But I'm still going to be successful. I'm still going to get to where they are. Why? Because I owe it to myself. Can't nobody stop me but me. You need to get rid of them excuses. You need to stop pointing fingers at people. And you need to stop pointing fingers at yourself. What did you not do? Okay. Mm, hey. Damn. Oh, what hell, all of that. Uh, so we gotta press in. Gotta press in. Just gotta press in. Yes, sir. You can make a way out of no way. Cause it's a, it's the, the secular aspect. You know, and you know how you can make a way out of no way. Cause y'all with you. Amen. Every person that we've looked at, that we looked at it as, as examples, though the task was tremendous, he said, I'm with you. I'm with you. And the one who said, I'm with you, he's flawless, undefeated. There are songs in the Torah that he's mighty in battle. He's looking for someone. And he said, he 
He said, who's this going to bring up uh, thorns and thistles against me? I'll burn them to the ground. And that's what's going before you. But fear keeps us from executing and we make excuses. We don't get to cross the finish line. We don't, get, we don't get to get to where we're supposed to be. You have to realize that, you, that you're letting someone down somewhere. Don't let people down. Don't let people down. Say stuff in the locker room. Look at the person to the left and the right. That's your, that's your, don't, don't let them down. Do what you got to do. Have your brother's back. But when you're selfish or scared, you're the person in that movie. Then when the first chance you get to break camp, you break in camp. Then they find your body floating down the river. Because you broke camp. You were so scared. You didn't make it to the end. Luke 18. I know it's great to say, but if I left my brother up there, I'd apply to push play again. He said, put your own self on punishment. Yeah. I know. I'm almost done. Luke 18 and 1. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint, saying, there was in a city a judge which feared not God. There was a judge who did not fear God. Neither regarded man. He was not a good, not a good judge, in other words. There was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall Come and shall he find faith on the earth? You have to press in. We got to be a pressing in people. No cannot is, is not acceptable. No is just not acceptable. But if you can't press in, you can't push. No fight. No get up. I know the Rocky movie looked good. In the 12th grade, he's knocked out, and he got he got to get up, and the music playing, and that looks good on wrestling. When they're when they're when they're you know you know chanting the dude's name, he's, he but in real life you got to get up, and you cannot we cannot make excuses. You got to execute. Luke 19. Flip over. Was it Luke 18? What was that? One through eight. Luke 18. One through eight. Now in Luke 19, 1 through 10. Yahshua entered and passed through Jericho, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Yahshua, who he was, and he could not press, because he was of little stature. He was short. And he ran before and climbed up a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. How hungry are you? He was so hungry to go see salvation. I ran in front of a crowd of people because I know I wasn't going to be able to get through them. And I was little. And I'm a publican. They probably don't like me anyway. I got, now I got to climb a tree. 
You don't believe this, but at the bottom of the mountain, they could have climbed up. No, I'm sorry. Most of you come on. And your host said, I'm coming too. He climbed up the tree. You can climb up. There's a way for you to get up. There's a way. But you got to be willing to press in. And when Yahshua came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. You don't think y'all going to see you pressing? Mm. But you got to start pressing. You got to start and you got to start executing. He made haste and came down and received him joyfully. When they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was going to be a guest with the man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. If I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. Yahshua said to him, This day is salvation come to this house. Mm. Salvation is standing knocking at the door. Yahshua want to come in and sup with you in your heart. And he said, If I come in, then my father coming to for as much also as he is son of Abraham, for the son of man is come to seek and save that which was lost. Proverbs 6, about to wrap up. We had to start five hours early for me to get down on town, but we're going to get up out of on time. Proverbs 6, verse 4. Give not sleep to thine eyes, nor slumber thine eyelids. You've got to wake up. Deliver thyself as a roll from the hand of the hunter, as a bird from the hand of the fowler. Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways, and be wise, which having no guide, overseer, or ruler. Provide her meat in the summer, and gather her food in the harvest. How long will thou sleep? Right. You know, one of your ancestors, Joseph, he understood to to save, to preserve, to put things off to the side. Amen. So that when the famine comes, we can live. Amen. But when you sleep all the time, hmm? mentally, physically, spiritually, when you sleep, you ain't no ant. Even squirrels have enough sense. It's all, look, squirrels stay in our yard because we don't be eating, picking up the pecans and acorns, so they stay in our yard. Mouth full of nuts. Start, stay, got stuff saved up. They good. You know, 36, 5, 10, cold. Man, ain't, look, you ain't got no, no, no dogs over here. You good. They got a cat, but they ain't going to do it, but you look out the mirror, look out the window. Well, how long will thou sleep, O sluggard, when thou shalt arise out of thy sleep? Get a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that travaileth, and thy want as an armed man. A naughty person, a wicked man, walk with a forward mouth. Romans 2, and 1 on the screen for you. Therefore thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judges, for wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself, and thou that judgest does the same things. For we are sure that the judgment of God is according to truth against them which commit such things. And thinkest thou this, O man, that judgest them which do such things, and doest the same, that thou shalt escape the judgment of God. I'm going to follow it up with James 4, and we'll close in 1 Peter. Romans 2 and 1 says, Therefore thou art inexcusable. The divine realm is not anxious to hear our excuses. They want to celebrate the execution. Mm. 
and want to give Yah praise. The messenger came to you and put something in your head, showed you something when you was reading. And the messenger want to go back to God and say, hey, I did my job, and you know what? Vaughn did his job too. James 4. Be in verse 5. Do you think that the scripture said that in vain the spirit that dwelleth in us lusts to envy? But he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resists the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. He will flee from you. Hmm? Back up to verse 5. Do you think that the scripture said in vain the spirit that dwelleth in us lusts to envy? The different lusts of men, that's what makes us fearful. That's what makes us not believe or not sell out, or not want to execute, or come with our excuses. Back verse 8. Draw nigh to God, he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Well, we read that every week. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. It takes a lot for Moses and Gideon and people to accept and then roll with it. We got to roll with it. Speak not evil one to another, brethren, that he that speaketh evil of his brother, he and judges his brother, speaketh evil of the law. And judges the law, but if thou judge the law, thou not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and, and to destroy. Who art thou that thou judges another? Amen. I'm about to close in 1 Peter, second chapter, verse 10. Remember in. One of the parables talked about the cloak to cover up sin, to cover up excuses. Remember that? 1 Peter 2 and 10. Which in time past were not a people, but are not the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust, which war against the soul. You know, the fleshly lust keep you from executing and they make us full of excuses. Verse 12. Having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak evil against you as evildoers, that may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of his visitation. Right? The, the, the publican. Right? That ran, ran, ran up the tree. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of, of, the, of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme, or unto governors, as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers, and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free, not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, as free, not using your liberty for a reason to make excuses, but as the servants of God. We see that in verse 16, powerful. 17, honor all men. So now that you realize you cannot be sitting around running and making excuses because you're serving the Most High God, honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear Elohim. Honor the king. Servants, be subject to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the forward or the shyster, or the janky. Because you're a servant of Yah. 
And your job is our job is to shine light. Whether or not we think somebody worth light or not, it's not our call. We servants. And we can't make excuses. He wants us to execute. That being said, uh, peace and shalom to all the tribes. Um, uh, told our rabbi Bashem Yahshua. Give uh, thanks greatly in the name of Yahshua. Um, website, and email, and all the social media stuff. Uh, prayer line, Monday through Friday, 5.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. And then Wednesday night, YouTube live at 8.30. Um, just give y'all all the praise and glory for the word. Um, Hallelujah. And y'all is good. And uh, Shabbat Shalom.